everyone. Thank you for joining us again with another episode of our Yasha Ministry Let's Wrap podcast. We want you to know here at Let's Wrap that we do not take it lightly that you're taking the time out of your busy lives to listen to what the Lord has given to us to give to you here at Let's Wrap. I understand the importance of the times that we are now living in and how crucial it is that we receive a word from the Lord, a rhema word that will sustain us throughout these times. And maybe like me, in the midst of seeking a word, you've asked the Lord the question, what in the world is going on? Lord, can we just get a do-over for 2020? I mean, really? Who would have thought in 2020 we would be facing all of these challenges that we are now finding ourselves going through? I know just like me, you could have never imagined that this world will be faced with a pandemic and not just on a national scale. I'm talking about a global pandemic. So much to the point where 497,000 people have died so far. I'm talking about 9,912,000 people have become infected by this virus. I mean, think about it. We're not even halfway through this year, but many of you have found yourselves dealing with difficult situations and difficult circumstances in only a short period of time. And not just here in the United States. I'm talking about globally. I'm talking about earthquakes from Turkey to the Caribbean. I'm talking about killer bees from China. I'm talking about wildfires, rainstorms, even dust storms. We're talking about global violence, people being murdered in the street. Not only that, in the United States, civil unrest, racism at an all-time high. We're talking about politics at its worstest level of corruption. We're talking about governors against mayors, mayors against governors. We're talking about Democrats versus Republicans. We're talking about presidents against their own people. What in the world is going on? If you're like me, it's not hard to look around and see that this world has been turned upside down. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to begin our brand new series entitled World Turned Upside Down, Part 1, How Did We Get Here? Let's Wrap. As I begin to talk to the Lord about everything that's going on all around this world, especially here in the United States, because this is where I reside as I begin to go in prayer and think about the situation and the circumstances that we are constantly being bombarded with, faced with every other day. There's no escaping it, it seems like. I begin to ask the Lord, Lord, how in the world did we get here? How did this world get turned so upside down? Immediately, the Holy Spirit began to speak to my spirit, letting me know it is because of the God of this world. 2 Corinthians 4th chapter and the 4th verse refers to him as Satan, the God of this world, Bebzebub, the evil one. John 14 and 30 refers to him as the prince of this world, the ruler of this world that will be cast out one day. And that is how we got here. Now, someone may be asked the question, if this is how we got here, how did he get here? Our scripture today is going to be coming from Isaiah, the 14th chapter, beginning at the 12th verse through the 17th verse. Let's read. How are thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? 
For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend unto the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the side of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So as we can see, it is in this scripture that it is revealed to us how Satan, how Lucifer, son of the morning star, was cut down to the ground. How he came down and not only did he come down, but the word of God said he did weaken the nations. When we look around, all of this world has been weakened. Every nation is being affected by poverty, being affected by crime, being affected by murder. As we look around, every nation throughout this world is being affected by this pandemic. It is being affected by disease, death, disaster, a failing economy. Even the United States who deemed themselves as untouchable has now been weakened by Satan, by sin and the effects thereof. He went on to say, for thou hast said in thine heart, the highest level of pride was being exalted here. I will ascend unto the heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation of the side of the north. This is what happened to Lucifer that caused him to be cast down to earth. And this is still happening here now on the earth. The Bible tells us in Proverbs, the 16th chapter and the 18th verse, that pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. So pride goes before destruction. Destruction will always follow pride and a haughty spirit before the fall. Haughty meaning arrogant, superior, disdainful, someone that's proud, someone that's vain, very arrogant, conceited. These are the characteristics that Satan, that Lucifer himself was betraying in heaven before he was cast out to the earth. And right now, even today, it is referring to or speaking about those who have to have everything their own way, who have to, um, who have an exaggerated opinion of themselves, who always think highly of themselves, who do not correspond with what others think, who are proud people, who exalt themselves over others. This kind of behavior always leads to social failure. This kind of behavior always weakens a nation. The Bible says that thou hast said in thy heart. He didn't even say it out of his mouth. He said it in his heart. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. So he wanted to not only be on the same level as God, but he wanted to be exalted above God. He said, I will sit upon the mount of the congregation on the side of the north. I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So what did God do before God allowed him to weaken the kingdom? He cast him out. He said, for thou art fallen from heaven. O Lucifer, son of the morning, morning star, how art thou cut down to the ground? So he cut him down. And the Bible tells us in revelations 12, four, nine, that not only was Satan cut down, but John wrote that his Satan's tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And verse nine goes on to read that the great dragon was thrown down the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. 
he was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. So as you see, not only did Satan get cast out, his angels, which are now called demons, were also cast out with him. This type of behavior has to immediately be cut down because why? It will destroy a nation. Not only does it have the tendency to destroy a nation, but it also has the tendency to create social failure. Anybody who's always talking about how great they are, how great they are, what they've done, how they created this, we're great, this great, I did this, I did that. Whenever you begin to hear this type of talk, you can expect destruction to follow. You can expect a fall to occur. As we look back at Isaiah, the 14th chapter, verse 12, it tells us how it is that Lucifer, son of the morning, have fallen, how he had been cut down to the ground. When we look at verse 13 and 14, it gives us a peek into the mind of Lucifer, how he's thinking, what he said, how he want to exalt himself to be like the most high. But then when we come back to verse 15, it shows us the consequences of Satan's actions for being prideful, for being, for wanting to lift themselves up to be like the most high. Verse 15 says, yet thou shall be brought down to hell to the side of the pit. So it's letting us know that anytime you have this type of behavior, anytime you act like this, you're going to be brought down to hell. Now we look at verse 16, verse 16 gives us a glimpse into what we're going to say as people, but not only what we're going to say, how astonished we're going to be. When we finally get a chance to look upon him at last and see the one who is responsible for turning this world upside down. The Bible goes on to say in verse 16, it said, those who see you stare at you. They think about what has happened to you and says, is this the same man who caused great fear on the earth? who shook the kingdoms, who weakened the nations, in other words, who turned the world into deserts, who destroyed the cities, who captured people in war, who would not let them go home. In other words, is this, is this it? Is this the man who turned the world upside down? Is this the one who created havoc on the earth? Is this the person that started the pandemic? Is this the one who caused uh, all these millions of people to be affected by a, a virus? Is this the one who caused 400,000 people to die? Is this the one? Is this the one who shook up the earth? Is this the one who caused brother to be against brother, mother against mother? Is this the one who create caused all this murder, all this chaos, all this hate and division? Really? Is, is this it? The bottom line is Satan already knows that he has already been judged. John 16 11 tells us and it talks about the ruler of this world already being judged. So the truth of the matter is Satan already know he's doomed. He already knows that his time is short. He already knows that he don't have as long as he used to have. That's why he's cranked it up a notch. Just like he took a third of the angels with him down to earth. His job is to take as many as he can with him to be cast into the pit to the lake of fire and from the looks of this world and the things that's going on in this world he's doing a pretty good job we know that when we look around at this world we can already see that satan has had a major influence 
on the views of this world concerning race, on the views of this world concerning religion. As we look around at the politics of this world, we can see that his sinful influence is influencing opinions, it's influencing goals, it's influencing agendas. We know that a majority of the people are living in this world today in a sinful state, in a self-sufficient state, and they're being influenced by the sin that's around them. And this is not anything that's new. This has been happening since the Garden of Eden until now. We know that Satan in the garden, he deceived the woman, which caused the fall of humanity, which called men to turn their backs on God and begin to try to be self-reliant and independent. It doesn't take much to look around now and see that in these last days, his sinful influence has been magnified. His sinful influence is spreading throughout this world faster than COVID-19 could ever spread throughout this world. It's unbelievable how many people are infected by sin. It's unbelievable how many people have become a slave and a servant to the addiction of sin. When we look at chapter John chapter eight, and we begin at that 31st verse, Jesus himself began to say to them, he said, verily, verily, I say unto you that whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin. You'd be surprised how many people just live daily to serve sin, who live daily to do the will, as the Bible say, of their father, which is Lucifer, which is Satan. He goes on to say, the servant abideth not in the house forever, but a son abideth forever. So if you are servant to sin, you're not going to abide in the house forever. But if you are son, you're going to abide in the house of the Lord forever. Lately, everybody wants to be politically correct. Everybody want to debate the fact of when the slaves in America were set free. Was it July the 4th or was it June 19th? When was the slaves actually set free? But my Bible tells me in St. John, the eighth chapter and the 36th verse, if the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So freedom comes when the son of God makes you free. If the son of God hasn't set you free, then you are still bound to the ways of this world. You are still a slave to sin. You have not been set free. Jesus went on to say in that 37th verse, I know you are the seed of Abraham, but you seek to kill me because my words have no place in you. We know that there are many people who claim to be a child of God, but he went on to say, you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. So there are people who are pretending or claiming to be a, a child of God, but yet they do not want to accept the truth. Yet they do not want to live by the word of God. The word has no place in their lives. They're self-reliant, self-independent. Jesus went ahead and summed it up when he said in verse 38, I speak that which I have seen of my father. He said, I'm not speaking anything that the, that the father have not given me to speak. I'm speaking that which the father tells me to say. He said, and you do that which you have seen of your father. So he said, I'm speaking that from my father. But guess what? You're doing that which you see from your father. And just to make it clear, he's referring to Satan. He's referring to Lucifer. You're doing the work of Satan. You're saying that you love God, but you're not doing the work of God. I see your behavior is not lining up with your words. Your confession is not lining up with what's coming out of your mouth. Your actions are not lining up with your word. You see, you say one thing, but you do another thing. Verse 39 says, and they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, 
if you were Abraham children, you would do the works of Abraham. So if you were truly Abraham children, why are you doing the work of the enemy? We see in verse 41, Jesus go ahead and say, you do the deeds of your father. When we look down at verse 44, he goes ahead and make it very clear on who he's talking about. Their father is, he said, ye are of your father, the devil and the lust of your father, ye will do. He said he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. He is a liar and the father of it. So we wonder why this world is turned upside down. This world is turned upside down because of Lucifer. This world is turned upside down because of the third of the angels that were cast down with him, which is his demons or his imps who are bidding to do his, do what he commands them to do. We are, this world is turned upside down because there's a majority of the people living in this world whose father is Satan, whose father is the devil, who is living in the lust of their father, who is doing everything he commands them to do. Just like their father is a murder, their murder, just like their father don't abode in the truth, neither do they. And because there is no truth in their father, there is no truth in them. The Bible says their father, which is the devil, is a liar and, and the father of liars. In other words, not only is he a liar, but he's the father of liars. He's producing liars. Anybody who you know that lie all the time, every word comes out of their mouth. We don't know nobody like that. But if you know somebody like that, that every other word that comes out of their mouth, their father is a liar, the father of liars, which is the devil. The word of God is telling us that if you know anybody who is like this, that they do not believe in him. He says, because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. You do not believe in the word of God. You do not believe the truth of God, but your father is a liar. And we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we're living in a time where people call right, wrong and wrong, right. They will rather believe a lie than the truth that no matter how much you try to tell them the truth, they're still going to lean towards the lie. They can see it with their own eyes, but would rather believe a lie. I can, without reservation, say to you that we are living in prevalent times. Satan and his demons have influenced a majority of God's creation to worship the creature more than the creator. The scripture is telling us that he had convinced a third of the angels to follow him. I wonder right now, how many in, in 2020, how many of the 7.8 billion people that are on this planet, I wonder how many has he managed to convince to follow him? I wonder how many have he uh, managed to convince, to continue to do evil throughout this earth. How many he managed to continue day after day to continue to do wrong, to continue to turn their backs on God, to rather worship the uh, creature more than the creator. How many? I'm telling you today, church, that this world has been turned upside down by what? By a little statue of a man. When we see him, when we finally put our eyes on him, we're going to be astonished and shocked at the little imp that has turned this world upside down. The Bible is telling us that if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from our wicked ways, then will we hear from heaven. Then will he heal this land. We know that this world has been turned upside down and only, ha, shut up, only God has the power to flip it back upright again. 
We know that God is in control no matter what is going on, but he has gave the enemy a season and a time to be the prince of the power of this air, to be controller or ruler of this world. And there are many people that are being ruled and lead, led by principalities and spiritual wickedness and high places that are doing the works of the enemy. I want you to know today that this world is in a mess because why the world has been turned upside down. He said in this world, you shall have tribulation. You cannot expect this world to operate in peace because there's tribulation that's going to come upon the face of this earth. Like we've never seen before, even worse than what we're dealing with now. But we know that we serve a creator. We serve the living God. We serve a king, a lion the lion of Judah, who is not going to come back as a lamb, but this time he's coming back as a lion. I'm here to tell you today that this world has been turned upside down. And for those who may be contemplating or those who may be confused about exactly how we got here, this is how we got here. The God of this world, Lucifer. In conclusion, I want you to know this, that no matter what it is that you're dealing with, no matter what it is you're going through, no matter how much it seems like the people around you are coming against you or people that you may have been familiar with um, that are now seem to be turning on you or it just seemed like there's so much evil in this world. It just seemed like there's so much hatred going on right now. I want you to know that it is not the people themselves. I want you to know that the Bible clearly tells us, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. First thing he's telling us is that we can't be strong in our own might and our own power, but we have to trust in the name of the Lord and be strong in him. He says that the not by finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not your own might, but his might. Put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, against the tricks of Lucifer, against the tricks of Satan. It's a trick. It's a setup. Everything that you're going through is a setup. Satan know that his time is short. So he is turning it up to full magnitude. His demons, his imps are working overtime, trying to take and get as many people as they can to follow him. The Bible is telling us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. We're wrestling against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against man. We're not wrestling against woman. It's not about your child or your husband or your friend or your neighbor or that one that hates you. Or it's not about the government, the politics. It's not about uh, the economy. It's about spiritual wickedness in high places we have to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand in this evil day and having all to stand stand anyhow because believe it or not we are living in the last days it's not hard to look around and see the handiworks of Satan and his demons at work but you can rest assured even though Satan has work there be more with us than there be with them Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You can believe that if you are in Christ, you are safe in his arms. I want you to come back for part two as we continue with our series entitled World Turned Upside Down. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for this time that you have given us to expound on your word. I thank you 
for the Less Rap Podcast. I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of the listeners. I thank you for how you're teaching us, God, your warfare, God, how you're teaching us and how you're allowing us to see the movement and the hand of the enemy, how you're setting your word that the enemy is going to and fro as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. God, we ask that you will put your hedge of protection around about your people today. God, let no hurt or harm come to them, God, that you would keep their minds in perfect peace as long as they keep their minds stayed on you. God, we ask that you would search our hearts, the sin that you find in us, move it out of the way, God. God, allow our prayers to be acceptable in your sight. Father, you are our strength. You are our redeemer. It is in you we live, move, breathe, and have our being. We recognize we are nothing outside of you, but we can do all things through you that strengthen us. So strengthen us today with your might. God, put us on your whole armor that we might be able to stand in these evil days. God, continue to open up our spiritual eyes that we might see you. Open up our spiritual ears that we might hear you and only you. For you said, my sheep hear my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. God, we thank you today. Most of all, open up our hearts that we'll receive your word, the truth of your word, that we will hide your word in our heart, that we might not sin against you. And Lord, we just thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. God, we pray for those all around this world that are bereaved, those who are going through, those who are being persecuted, those who are God in pain. God, those that are suffering. God, touch your people, God. Turn their hearts back towards you, God. Touch our leaders. Touch the the people in this world, God, all over this planet, God, draw their hearts back to you, God, turn them back to the cross. Oh father, in the name of Jesus, God, allow us to lift you up that you might draw all men unto you, God, God, we just thank you. And we love you. God, we appreciate you for who you are. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in our lives. God, we're going to bless you at all times and our, our praise shall continue to be in our mouths. God, we just thank you and we glorify you today. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank all of our listeners who continue to listen, like, and comment on this podcast. We want you all to come back in two weeks for part two of this dynamic series entitled World Turned Upside Down. We want you to continue to follow us on Facebook at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. Also, remember that we are now on YouTube, which is going to be Yasha Ministry on YouTube. Also, please, please, please go to Facebook to our relationship group page, which is Let's Wrap Relationships on Facebook. We will be coming on with live videos where you'll be able to interact with us live as well as we're going to be coming on giving away gifts in the near future and we want you to be a part of that i want you to know to always remember that there be more with us than there be with them that if god be for you he's more than the whole world against you i want you to know here at yasha ministry that i love you elder walker love you but god will always love you more until the next time my brothers and sisters have a blessed day